Yo, what's up, everyone? This is episode 96 of the Pitcher Bet Sports Podcast. We are divoting. We are making a detour. We are doing an NFL free agency episode here for the best offensive players that are free agents this upcoming offseason. The free agency deadline is March 16th. So we wanted to get you all up to speed on the free agents that may be staying or going this offseason. But first, we will talk about the trade that happened today in the NFL. Carson Wentz has been traded to the Washington Commanders. Let's run the music. everyone welcome to the pod i'm your host matt guest with me out there new monitor studio coming together in vegas a little bit matt morris what's up pal how you doing buddy it's cracking dude yeah we were uh we were running deep today with talking deep. about uh <laughs> football going on <laughs> buying new computers spending lots of money you know it's uh it's been fun episode 96 man it's been a fucking it's ride crazy dude. huh been a ride yeah and it's we appreciate everyone who listens all the feedback the dms the comments even the bullshit out there that we see sometimes on the <laughs> internet with some of our clips and what we do we appreciate all of it it's been a fun journey um 96 episodes but we were just talking before i hit record it does feel like we're starting to get into a little bit of a groove in the rhythm for the podcast and actually building up an audience so that's the most important thing matt and i like to bullshit we like to drink beers we like to talk and do our pitcher bets but it's all about providing content to you guys and we're really starting to get a little audience here and we appreciate you guys so we've got a lot of fun things in the work merchandise giveaways promos um, we're busy men, so we're trying to figure it out <laughs> for us and for you guys. So 96, we're almost to 100. Um, shout out to everyone who listens and gives us, you know, all those messages and kind words and the, and the hate, too. We do appreciate it. I, I love uh, salty shakers on TikTok. It makes me uh, makes me very we're happy. We're so old for TikTok. It's great. It's terrible. It, it, really, like, it really is great. These yeah. are children. <laughs> They're children. You know, like I was talking to my brother last night and I was talking about uh, the Batman movies. You know, me and you both saw it. I was, he saw it. And I was like, yeah, you know, like I've seen every Batman movie. And I had to stop myself because he's 20 or he's turning 20. I was like, you've seen yeah, the first Batman, right? With like Michael Keaton. He's like, what? No. And I'm like, wow, geez, dude, like 10 years separation and like just this drastic difference in opinion on media and like how you perceive current uh, states of the world. And like, it's trippy, man. Like the kids <laughs> on TikTok, they're a lot. A lot of them are like my brother's age, if not younger. And like, they just don't necessarily have the same like knowledge backing that we do as sports fans, especially looking back over the course of our lives. I think I take appreciation from that. Like to be able to say that we've seen LeBron all the way through his career to see Favre and Rogers. For like, sure. Some of these kids only know Aaron Rodgers as their green Bay quarterback, right? Or only know Justin Fields as their bears quarterback. That's crazy. Yeah. And I mean, some of these kids like that, that's what LeBron is to them. I mean, I have, I have the poster of Kobe and Michael Jordan behind me. Like a lot of these kids don't even, they never even saw Kobe dude, mm -hmm. you know, like, and I know Kobe, we've talked about it on the anniversary of his death. Like Kobe means a lot more to me than he does to you growing up in SoCal. But like, dude, Kobe was a fucking legend. Like end of the day, like guy was an absolute legend. 
Paul Pierce, Ray Allen, Kevin Garnett, that rivalry with Boston, like all that stuff was was a big part of my young adulthood, you know, and these kids, their young adulthood is, is Braun. So it's a little bit different and it's an interesting version of Braun. But yeah, it definitely gives you perspective on the world. Well, when you hear kids literally think of most recent news, a guy like Russell Wilson is washed and not even close to being an elite franchise quarterback. It's like, dude's allowed to have one mediocre year that I don't really put on him. Like, calm the fuck down. <laughs> well, and you look at like the perception of uh, of current players. You know, I I didn't get to see Michael Jordan play in Chicago. I got to watch Michael Jordan, and the first taste of Jordan that I had was when he played for Washington. And it was very exciting. I remember that. I remember the first night that he played. I don't remember my age, but I was young. And that was my impression of Jordan, right? And like there are kids right now that are watching LeBron, and LeBron in all aspects is far and away better at his age than Jordan was at his age. You know, I'd have to compare the numbers and the ages, but just to think probably just, numbers wise, LeBron yeah. hasn't been basically everything. Yeah. Yet. And you, but you look at his production too, and you, but still he's not Bron, right? Like he's not Cleveland Cavaliers, LeBron James that we saw when we were in middle school where the kid was just, he was LeBron. Right. And I mean, I remember watching LeBron literally in high school. Yeah. You know, like that LeBron Irish was the first, on. like now, yeah. Now you have like ball is life and, um, Ball's Life's the first one that comes to my mind and all these dope Instagram and TikTok pages that are showing these young high school kids like the first guy was fucking LeBron James mm -hmm. like I'll never forget they put him on an ESPN game a high school game on ESPN which was unheard of back in you know the early 2000s man and he went through the legs in a game mm -hmm. and it's just like holy shit this guy's special this was the first high school superstar ever for people like us for kids like us when we were growing up so now you know i've dude, we knew zion in eighth grade right like yeah, that's man. just kind of the way of life with the internet now and it wasn't the same back then so it's just crazy to even turn back the time for both of us and think about that right like yeah. dude lebron james couldn't have tattoos during the game so he had the white patches on his arm and shit because he was all tatted up and going through the legs in a game which was mind-blowing to me like that now kids do it all the time but like back then that was just the coolest shit to me it was like dude this fucking lebron james kid and then he got chosen one tatted on his back and oh, that's that's when it all that's when the hate started yeah. for everyone our age yeah. dude like for all the kids out there oh, we will clip this for tiktok for the kids out there like when you're like oh why do people hate braun and hate on braun it's because when that motherfucker was 18 years old he got chosen one tatted on him when legends were in the NBA balling out and he hadn't done anything. That's why people hate it. To be fair, look it up. Sports Illustrated did like announce him the chosen sure, one. Sure. Right? That was the cover. That was the cover print chosen one with LeBron James in his Irish jersey holding yeah. the ball, chosen one. So, and then yeah. they did the same thing to Bryce Harper, right? It worked a little better for LeBron than it did for Bryce Harper as of right now. Thus far. I mean, you love Bryce, but yeah. Not the greatest of all time. He's on the arg. He's not in the argument of greatest of all yeah, time. That's big, true. big not difference even there. Close. Yeah, <laughs> big difference. <laughs>Let's get to the news of the day, Matt. So we had uh, Carson Wentz get traded over to the Washington Commanders. He's going to be the quarterback there back to the NFC East. I thought that was actually really cool um, that he's going to be able to go up against Philadelphia twice a year, Cowboys twice a year. 
the New York Giants twice a year. Um, gut reaction, God, did the Colts make a mistake, you know? They end up trading a first-round pick for Carson Wentz. That's what the trade ends up being, and all they get is a few third-round picks in return, get him out of town after one year and realize that, you know, they made a mistake, and they have a Super Bowl-ready roster just like the Denver Broncos, but they're missing the vital piece. They don't have a quarterback. I expect them to go after Jimmy G. We're going to go over some free agent quarterbacks, but I think Jimmy is going to get a first class ticket to Indianapolis. Yeah. I mean, they have to pick up Jimmy G at this point. If they don't, we talked about this today on the phone. It is trade up in the draft and take one of these kids and just lean on Jonathan Taylor and just lean on Taylor. Uh, I mean, we talk, we'll talk about this in a minute here, but the Colts have the most cap space, right? We're talking almost $70 million. Isn't that correct? It's an outrageous. The Colts it's an are a little under 70, but yeah, they do have the most cap space um, per spot rack is what we're going to be using for our cap. Yeah. And, and I mean, Jimmy's going to take today. probably we'd say 20, we'll say 25 to 30 just to be safe. Around right? there. I think two years left. He has right around there. Yeah. And we talked also that, that roster, there's not many holes. There's not many other positions that you need to add, right? You don't need backup running back. Maybe you could add a wide receiver. You know, you add a cornerback. Okay. Well, you've already got two pro bowl secondary players. Maybe you add a safety, but I just want to talk about this Carson Wentz trade real quick. What the hell? Sure is Washington doing what in God's name was going through their front office's mind. This is egregious. And it becomes even more egregious when I found out that the two thirds, one of which can turn into a second. If Carson Wentz plays 70% of the snaps next season, you're talking about a second. So it's, so a, it's third. a second, basically it's a second. Yeah. yeah it's a second round pick for a guy that wasn't good enough on a super bowl ready roster. Couldn't even make the playoffs. Couldn't even make the playoffs. So what? He's going to come over to the commanders who had a defense that did not live up to expectation, a running game that has injury problems, one wide receiver, and an offensive line that's losing their best guard, and he's going to get them to the Super Bowl? Absolutely not. I wouldn't have traded a fifth-round pick for Carson Wentz, knowing that they have to eat his entire salary as well. This was awful. You talked about the worst GM coming from Seattle yesterday, possibly, you know, in the history. I think it might have been, you know, just an emotional reaction. It's close. Well, that was a good reaction. We'll see. Yeah. Um, this was the worst move, even more so than what the Indianapolis Colts made last year. The Colts took a shot. Carson Wentz is he's a burnout. There's no way around that. You know, we now know that he's a burnout. We still thought going into this past season that Carson Wentz might regain form. He regains form. You're talking about an absolutely Super Bowl contender. He didn't. Okay, you made a mistake. But the commanders, to give up a second and a third round pick for a guy that is a burnout, massive mistake. Yeah, I think you actually make a really good point there when you when you say it like that because I more or less was just kind of ready to shit on the Colts and say how dumb it was. But you're right because I uh, rewind back to preseason last year I picked the Colts to win the division. I picked them because I said, hey, with a healthy Carson Wentz, I know he's not the same guy, but I think with a healthy Carson Wentz, they could win the division in a playoff game. Like I thought they really could. And he just didn't live up to the hype, right? He had way too many bad games in comparison to good games. He lost them way too many games in comparison to, you know, winning them games. And I think the nail in the coffin for his legacy and his actual, you know, ability to be a good starting quarterback was that game against Jacksonville, a must win game against the worst team in football to get into the playoffs and, 
you what did what was his QBR, Matt? I, and we don't give a fuck about QBR, like but zero. it was what four, yeah, three. It was, it was off. I mean, against the worst team in football, literally the team with the number one pick, and you couldn't go win it. So I agree with you. I think it's a bad move. I think he's an upgrade from Heineke, which isn't saying much. Um, it obviously shows that they don't have any faith in any of these kids here in the draft, or they're going to draft one of these kids. I don't know. Washington's going to be Washington. They're going to be one of the bottom dwelling franchises in football because, in my opinion, they have the worst ownership in all the league. Fucking Dan Snyder's a piece of shit. And until he is out of town and they either force him to sell it or for some reason he decides he's over it and wants to sell it, they're just going to keep doing dumb shit like this. They, I think they 100% went to get Carson so they could have him play the Eagles twice a year and sell more tickets. Literally. Like I think after like doing a lot of <laughs> rationalization, uh, rationalization to the move, I think that was the thing like, Oh, we can, at least we can sell tickets against Philly. Well, which is a joke, right? And we, <laughs> we talked about this today too. And this is the topic now that I'm going to bring up because we know that this pick one of these thirds will become a second. The idea this season, right, talking about second-round quarterbacks and some of the guys that might just fall to the second round, we like we like Desmond Ritter, right? We like uh, Sam Howell. Like Those guys may fall into that second round. That second-round pick that they're going to be giving up is for 2023's draft. How many good right. quarterbacks outside of the Shrouds and the Youngs I are know. also going to be there that are going to be second-round quarterbacks that would be first-round quarterbacks this year if you just handed that future quarterback away for a guy that, like you said, is there to sell tickets. Uh, it's it's very distasteful. The last thing I'll say, and this is from Matthew Barry. He had a fantastic little social media clip today because I, I didn't know this, but I guess he's a Washington fan. Uh, his point was hmm. Carson Wentz couldn't even win a division with the Jaguars and the Houston Texans. That's really all you got to know about the guy. Like, you suck, Carson Wentz. Yeah. You suck. Yeah, he does. It's It sucks because I don't want to dislike him, but I mean, the proof's in the pudding, dude. He is not the answer. Shit, Matt. Maybe they know what we all know. It's Bailey Zap season. <laughs> and they're gonna draft the legend himself, Bailey Zap. He didn't run his very good 40 time. Did you see his number? It was Kid it, slings it. Doesn't matter. It was it wasn't very it was like an eight. Kid it was like an eight seven. I, I think pull the, up the, the Michigan punters. State tape, pal. That's <laughs> it. That's it. Oh, Billy Zap. It's Bailey. Uh, no, it's Billy Zap to me. <laughs> I know. He's always going to be Billy. Like, I told you this. We're going to go to the game, hold up a Billy Zap sign. He's going to be like, we'll have like a Billy goat or something with like <laughs> the fucking Zapper, the Zap Master. All right, let's get into this. <laughs> Sorry. Let's get into this free agent talk. So. Bailey Zapp, we are your number one fans, though, and I swear to God, when you start in the NFL this year and throw a touchdown, we're clipping all this, tagging your ass, and you're coming on the pod. End of story. <laughs> Free agency. So, Matt and I, this is how we're going to do it. We're going to start off here. I'm going to read through, like I said, we are using, it is called SpotRack.com. They have a pretty up-to-date, good salary cap tracker. I'm going to read through the top 10 teams in salary cap and how much they have right now. Just to give perspective to the listeners, honestly, how bad the NFL is and how the cap space is right now and why there are so many high quality free agents and we'll start our game. So the top 10 teams that have the most cap space, we already alluded to them, the Indianapolis Colts, Seattle Seahawks, Miami Dolphins, Chargers, Jacksonville, Jets, Cincinnati, Carolina, Denver, 
and Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh is down at 29 million. Indianapolis is up at 70. So fill in between those teams have enough to sign one, two, three. If you're in the top three to a max contract this year, keep in mind though, Denver above Pittsburgh, all reports are, they have 26 million in cap space. All reports are, they're probably going to spend that money on Russ Wilson for an extension. So keep that in mind. We'll get into it while we discuss all these different positions. So we're going to start position by position. We've already picked out anywhere from three to six guys per position that we want to talk about. And we're going to play the game. Stay or go. Simple game. Are they staying with the team they're on? Or are they going onto a new venture? All right. So let's start with the sexiest position in all of football. The least sexiest free agent list. That's for damn sure. <laughs> the quarterbacks. So, first guy on the bill, Matthew. Teddy Bridgewater, Denver Broncos, staying or going? Ah, uh, man, I got Teddy leaving town. You know, you, you don't acquire Russ Wilson with the idea that, hey, you know, why don't we go out and just spend more money, wasted money on a backup quarterback? Um, I think Bridgewater ultimately could go to Tampa. Or back to the Saints if they choose not to sign Winston. But I definitely see him leaving town. Yep. So <laughs> it's funny. I actually put down here that I think Teddy might actually be going to New Orleans. But the only thing that's kind of getting in the way of Teddy going to New Orleans is the fact that he um, he doesn't have Sean Payton anymore. And I think Sean Payton went to bat pretty good for him. I actually have kind of a hot take here. I think Teddy might be, and I know I kind of said this earlier, it wasn't going to happen. I think he might go to Indy. Oh, I really do. I think he might go to Indy. That's an upgrade. Next guy. Carson. Oh, 100%. I like Teddy. And they're playing a dome, so that helps. Next guy, Jameis Winston. We just talked about him. New Orleans States. Saints, stay or go? I'm going to say he stays. I think this just makes sense. You know, he's recovering from the ACL. He's comfortable with that team, that city. Uh, I think he's going to require a low contract this season coming off that ACL. I think he stays with the Saints. I think he stays too. I think it would be really dumb of them to actually let him go. I thought he did a really good job last year. He was playing well. The injury sucked. Um, and I think he's good in the locker room over there. I think Jameis Winston stays as well. Next guy on the list, Mitch the – just kidding. Trubisky. He was on the Bills last year. Will he stay as the backup to Josh Allen or will someone sign him as a second chance at a starting position? No, he's out of there. I think uh, the reports right now is that the New York football giants are interested. Uh, Brian Dayball, obviously. What? Yeah, that's right. He They wanted to bring him really? in and compete with Daniel Jones. Obviously, oh God. Brian being the head coach coming from the offensive coordinator position in Buffalo. Maybe he likes Trubisky, likes what he saw. Maybe he wants a safety net knowing that if he comes into training camp and Daniel Jones is as awful as I know he is, hey, at least I got my boy Mitch, right? The Nickelodeon, uh, what is it, NFP? The NVP, yeah, they call it. Just crap, the NVP, whatever. the Nick VP, yes. Um, I, I do. I like that a lot. So I'm saying the New York Football Giants for Mitch Trubisky. I am saying Mitch Trubisky is starting huh. by week five. Dang, the New York Football Giants, huh? I have two teams here. One is the team that I thought just made one of the worst trades in NFL history, the Seattle Seahawks. And then I also wouldn't be surprised to see him out in Carolina competing for that job with the Panthers. I hope not. I, I don't want I don't want the league to do that to him. That would just be mean. 
Yeah. I don't know. That's I just think that's what beat it. Next guy. This is the this is the wild card of the group. I think this could be honestly a potential playoff quarterback. Or just the guy that we kind of think he is. Marcus Mariota was on the Raiders last year, staying or going. Yeah, I think he's going. I think the Raiders are going to allocate that money elsewhere. Um, Mariota, man, I could see him on the Saints. I could see him on the Bucks. I think the Bucks, with the team around around him, with the players in place, I think he could actually make the playoffs, especially in that awful, awful, awful division. I got one I think you're really going to like here. The Pittsburgh Steelers. Ooh, I like it. Mobile quarterback, something they haven't had. Guy that can throw the Spence ball 40 since, yards, uh, something they haven't had. Since who, uh, our boy Cordell. Uh, yeah, Cordell Stewart. You mm. remember Cordell? Cordell, Fucking yeah. legend, dude, was yeah. sick. I think he was the last QB before Roethlisberger. Maybe they had one guy before that. Um, I think Mariota. The thing that I don't like about Mariota in Pittsburgh is the wind and the weather. But him and Najee in the backfield, that defense, I don't know. I think it could be a decent fit. So I have him going to Pittsburgh. If you go to Pitt, though, you got to draft a quarterback because health concerns in Mariota go hand in hand. Oh, 100%, dude. But yeah. I think that would be the perfect placeholder. You know, how you allow Pickett to come in if he's out for two games, see what he's got, get back to the bench. I think that would be the perfect position, honestly, outside of maybe the Bucks. All right, moving on to the running back group here now. This is actually a really, really deep list. Took Matt and I a while to pick guys. I think we have about seven guys from this list. This The list is really, really good. A lot of good value. Someone's going to get some of these guys for cheap this year. Um, first one was the superstar, the breakout, the surprise of last year for fantasy, and in my opinion, just in that running back slash wide receiver position, Cordero Patterson with the Falcons stay or go. He's got to stay. Um, the fans have been rallying for them to re-sign him. He's 31 years old. Uh, still I know, dude. I think I want to say him. this is like his third or fourth contract. Maybe his fourth contract. And maybe fifth team, too. Well, and He's been around. What What are you going to do? You're not a team that's competitive. You know what I mean? Are you, you going <laughs> to sign two of these guys on this list? They don't have a lot of cap space either. Like They're kind of screwed. Bring back a guy that's a fan favorite. Put up five wins. Get another draft pick. Build the roster. He's staying. Go get CJ Stroud, right? Mm. Yeah, um, I think he stays too. And I also think on top of the reasoning that you put out there, Matt, the the coach unlocked his ability. No one else has been able to put him in a, uh, in a position to succeed the way that this new coach, uh, Arthur Smith, has in Atlanta, man. like I think he has to stay for himself and for the Falcons. I totally agree with you. Second guy on the list, and this one's going to be interesting, James Car- James Conner for the Cardinals, staying or going? I think he has to stay. I think he is so much more vital to that offense than Chase Edmonds is. We saw that this past season when Edmonds was out. He absolutely flourished. I think he stays, and I think they pay him at least a little bit. So I think he should stay, but I think he goes. Arizona's all the way down here at 19th, $8 million in cap space. And they have a prima donna quarterback who's being selfish, which other quarterbacks in the league are being named. Their quarterback's actually being selfish, trying to get a contract before he's due and he's up for his contract when they could be focusing on getting guys like James Conner. $8 million. I think Conner definitely 
is going to be the highest paid running back in this class this year. So for that reason, I think he's out. And I think a team like the Miami Dolphins will go out and sign James Conner. Next guy. What do they call him? Lombardi Lenny? I think that's what they call him out in Tampa. Leonard Fournette, obviously top 10 pick when he came out. Um, Definitely hasn't lived up to the hype. He's very good. He's played well, but I don't know. I I thought he'd have a better NFL career up to this point. Tampa Bay, Leonard Fournette, stay or go? I think this one's, we have another one down the list. So I'm going to kind of preface this. We have Rojo Jones down there as well. One of them is staying. (laughs) Rojo Jones. Yeah, one of them staying, okay? I think it's going to be Lenny. Um, he was amazing in that Super Bowl run. He, he looked like a guy that was a top 10 NFL back, could catch it, could run it. Just hasn't really gotten the full opportunity. And I think now with a new quarterback coming in, they're going to need to lean on him. I think he stays. Yeah. So I, I, I think he stays too, but I'm going to pick go. Um, For one reason, I think he's going to start being one of those guys that's just going to take the LeBron James contracts and start hopping around to contenders And there's one contender that I've been studying here and looking at this list that I think will go out and sign him for a year, two year, maybe a one year with a player option to pair with another elite running back. And that is the LA Chargers. I think because their guy, Justin Jackson, is out. I think if they could get a somewhat cap friendly deal, they have 43 million in cap space. If they could get a guy like Lenny Fournette to take some of the load off Austin Eckler, and help out Herbert, I think that would be electric. I don't think that's really going to happen, but I could see him jumping to a contender. That, that's kind of my prediction is jumping to a contender. My hope would be the Chargers. I think that'd be really cool. I would love, love, love to see him paired with Alvin Kamara. I think that would be Ooh, dynamite. For I just sure. don't they think don't the Saints money, have a yeah. dollar to even offer him. No. But that would be like Latavius Murray on steroids. Paired oh, with, for sure. Yeah, it would be, be amazing. That'd be amazing. It'd be sick. And yeah, LSU dude, LSU and, boy going back to New Orleans, like just dude, all him around. in like Baltimore too. Would just some of these teams, you know, like mm-hmm. I, I think he goes to a contender. So I think he leaves. I, I don't consider Tampa a contender anymore. Next guy. Um, we brought him up. Oh, we kind of brought him up. Chase Edmonds for the Cardinals. Uh, we both think he's gone. Yeah, he's out. Yeah, I think he's gone. I mean, you just talked about the money a little bit. I think he probably comes in a little cheaper than Connor. They've got to keep one of them. You can't go into next year with no running backs. You can't That's rely true. on the draft as your only surplus. And you can't go down this list and sign a, you know, a Marlon Mack and hope to God he's going to help Kyler Murray. So if it's Chase because he's the safety net, sure. If not, you go with the bruiser and Connor. Yeah, I'm going to say Edmonds ends up leaving. Um, I could see him paired with uh, with Pittsburgh there, Najee Harris. I think a change of pace back. Given Harris, I you like know, the that. ability to, I mean, he had the some of the most touches in volume last year. I think you got to get him a guy <laughs> yeah. that's going to at least alleviate that. And we saw what Jonathan Taylor can do with Nakeem Hines. Maybe Chase can play that role for uh, for the, the Pittsburgh Steelers, you know? Yeah, I actually like Chase if he goes on a, a cap-friendly deal. I actually, uh, I like him in Buffalo. I think he would be a solid fit in Buffalo. I just don't think any of these big name guys, maybe Lenny, but they only have about three million in cap space. So I don't really know the kind of gymnastics they'd have to do to get Edmonds or one of these guys. But I think out of all the guys we're going to talk about, I think Edmonds would be a great fit there. Next guy, this guy, I personally don't love him, Matt. He broke out at the end of the fantasy season. Rashad Penny, um, Seattle Seahawks. I mean, he's gone. Where do you think he's going to? None of these fucking guys on the Seahawks are coming back. 
So, See, so, so where is he going? I think they do keep Penny. Um, I think he's a first round pick, if I remember correctly, twenty seventh overall. Yeah, I think so. So he was very good at San Diego State. Yeah, and he showed that injuries. he has the ability to be a number one back, not a top back, but a number one back. And I think at this point, Seattle, like you said, they're starting to like shut off assets. They've got money. They've got to spend it. You got to have a running back. This, you know what I'm saying? You can't just roster yeah, I've, junior I college guys with. here. And I don't feel like why go get Connor? Why go get Edmonds? Those guys want to play for contenders, right? You're not going to get right. um, Leonard Fournette. That's just not going to happen. Melvin Gordon's not showing up. So sign the guy that probably has a house or an apartment already in, in Seattle. <laughs> Keep him there. A little houseboat out there <laughs> on the bay. Throw huh? him some money. And honestly, incentivize it. 12, 14, 16 games. Every, every like, uh, tier you hit, you get another million. Boom. Just throw him the cash. Like Just throw it down like it's one of those cash machines. So I'm gonna say I'm gonna say he stays. <laughs> yeah, I mean, or they give him the the Mike Williams deal, right? Hey, we'll give you a fat contract, all of it's this year. Yeah. You know, like go out go out there and prove it, or we're gonna cut you in two seasons. Yeah. Next guy on this list, uh, once again, steep list, but we picked out a couple guys that we were most excited about. James White, Patriots, stay or go? He is coming to the Los Angeles Rams. You think so? They need him. They need him. Wow. Is this just like a is this just a gut reaction or, or are you you got some inside uh, I mean, information for us? I got some inside TikTok takes for you if that helps at all. <laughs> um no, I did watch a video today and they made an unbelievable point for him, you know, talking about that offense and and what's needed. It's a, it's a reliable check down for Stafford. It's a guy that has proven leadership, proven championships. And I think it just adds another great piece to that locker room. And he's going to come at a pretty cheap deal because really all he is is a third down pass catching back. I think he'd be a really big asset for the Rams. And honestly, I don't think there's going to be a massive market for him. No, I don't think there's going to be a market for him at all, which is why I think he stays um, in New England. I think he's just one of those Patriot for life um, type of guys. In my I opinion. hope so. I, I love that. I think I think he should be like a. Uh, is it Ma- Matthew Slater, the defense, the special teams dude that's been there for like fourteen yeah, seasons? Yeah, how could we forget? Of course, his name's fucking Matthew. Yeah, Matthew <laughs> Slater. Yeah. <laughs> um, next guy is Raheem Mostert. Man, this is the wild. This this is I, I take what I said back. This is the wild card. This is the I'm going all in on black. Spin the roulette machine. I'm going all fucking in on this guy because he could be a Pro Bowler. Or he could be the guy that plays three games and gets hurt. Yeah. What do you think? He's going to the Dolphins. He's following his offensive coordinator love it. from the San Francisco Giants. I fucking to love Miami. That. Now he's going to be thirty this year, but I'm guessing Damn, really? he's still probably faster than ninety-five percent of the kids at the combine. This guy has track star speed, um, and if he gets touched, he probably shatters like glass and turns into <laughs> sand. But no, man, I think he goes to Miami. Get him out there in the Miami heat, yeah, baby. Dude. You know, he'll be all right. Keep him loose. Keep him limber. Um, I thought he was going to. I, I'm going to copy your take. I think that's, that, I mean, that makes so much sense. Mm-hmm. That makes so much sense. Yeah, why wouldn't he go to Miami? Damn it. You're right. <laughs> um, next guy, Melvin Gordon, Denver Broncos. Stay or go? Man, I, I, my heart really wants to say logically to go. But I think Melvin's. There's gonna be, no way. I think he's. Enticed. There's no way. You just. Yeah, he's staying. We just got, How do you not? Right, sorry. Who walked through the door? Oh, is that Russell Wilson? Oh, yeah. I'll take four mil a year, no problem. Yeah, I've played on mediocre teams my entire career. Now I'm, you know, I'm on the back nine. 
of my career and I get a Hall of Fame quarterback to play with, I think you have to take it. You have to take it. You're hearing the I weeps thought, of all the fantasy owners around the entire world right now. For oh, Williams, God. Yeah. But. Yeah. I mean, I want to throw up, too, because I want Javante 12th, 13th in our 14-man league. Like, that is the pick. But Gordon's going to take 10 teeters away from him. Oh, yeah. Gordon's a Gordon's way down. We took this list from SI. We He's way down on the list, but he's under, they have him under, he's under, have him under uh, uh, Jackson for the Chargers. Under McKissick. Like... Really? Under Moser. He's a starting running back. He's a volume running back. He's like, he might not be as sexy as he once was, but like the disrespect under Sony Michelle. Yeah. How? Yeah. What? In what world? Yeah. You tell the Rams last year, you can have Melvin We might be a little biased, but like, Jesus Christ, dude. Oh, man. What the fuck? And the last guy, you you more or less want to talk about him, Rojo, Ronald Jones for the Bucks. Yeah, man. I, I think. I think Rojo could be a very, very surprising player. I think he could put up 1,200 yards on in the right system. But the problem is the injuries, the inconsistency. You know, he's sitting behind Leonard Fournette, the fumble issues. Uh, he just got in the doghouse there with Bruce Arians. Again, yeah. I said it earlier, either he stays or Leonard Fournette <laughs> stays. I think the likelihood of Leonard Fournette staying is more likely. I think Rojo leaves. Um, and I honestly, I would love to see him paired in Chicago with David Montgomery. Hmm. Um, I, I know I just talked about getting more volume and whatnot, but I think ultimately at this point in his career, he's a speed back. You got to pair him with a power back and he's not the greatest pass catcher. He's not bad, but he's definitely not going to be looking at pass volume like, you know, white is with the Patriots. So I think he's probably gone. I'm going to go on a limb and say the bears. Yeah. Um, as I said to you, when you decided you wanted to put him on the list, I don't really give a fuck. I don't think he's that good. I don't really think he makes much of an impact. So I don't care, nor do I really have an opinion on it. So until he goes to the, to the Bears receivers. and puts up, you know, 1400 yards and you're like, God damn it. He won't. Um, <laughs> to the wide receiver group. Great group. DJ Chark, Jaguars, stay or go? Uh, I think he's gone. I think he's Where? gone. Um, I think, man, it's hard. You kind of look around the league at the money. I think the Colts would make a lot of sense. Um, you know, he's 25. He's had injury issues. They could pair him up with Pittman. You know, two very similar wide receivers stretch the field, you know, at the same time possession. Um, but I could really also see him falling in line. And ultimately signing um, with with a team like the Bears as well. They've lost a number one wide receiver. They need a number one wide receiver. They have a young quarterback who can stretch the field. So Bears, probably, I would more or less like to see him on the Colts. I couldn't agree more with your take. Uh, The Bears have a history and a likeliness of signing a guy from Jacksonville, bringing him in. And ruining his career. So I will run with the <laughs> Chicago Bears as well to uh, sign DJ Shark. I think he should go to Indy, though. But they don't have a fucking quarterback. So I mean, maybe what, he plays, you go maybe play he with... plays quarterback. <laughs> God damn. Next guy, uh, Odell Beckham. We both think he's staying. Yeah. Yeah, he's staying. Rams will sign him on a friendly deal. Yep. Get Let him rehab and then probably test the market next year or something. Um, next guy, the former Jacksonville Jaguar, now former Bear. Allen Robinson. I love Robinson a lot. I think he's a great receiver. Stay or go. 
I think Allen Robinson is leaving. Uh, I think, you know, we talked about this today. He made the mistake of signing there in the first place over Green Bay. My three teams I have for him is Miami going back to Jacksonville and kind of an outlier, maybe the Patriots. Yeah, so I have both Florida teams as well. And I think this is just a homer take. Honestly, I could see him coming on a one-year prove-it deal tail between his legs into green bay that would be so because it would be and and this is a full this is a thousand percent a homer take but he passed on green bay to go to chicago whatever it was four years ago and he's regretted it he's admittedly regretted it make up for it well and we lose if we lose mvs we're gonna get to mvs later in the list here be the number two Prove. Uh, I think he's top ten still. Could you imagine? But he's. I'm just gonna ruin it for us. Could you imagine? You get a phone call. I don't want to imagine. Listen, <laughs> we're gonna trade you, Allen Robinson. We want MVS. We'll do it straight up. I think I'd shit my pants. I I would 100%. lose it. And I love MVS. I'm a big MVS guy. But it's ain't Allen Robinson. That's for sure. Fuck no. Next guy. Juju Smith Schuster. Oh, God. Dancing, dance, dude. We're TikTok guys now, dude. You just oh, are fucking guy. God, he's dude. not our on guy. TikTok, Nor baby. Will ever be our guy. If, yeah, he if won't. he actually, interact- dude, he was a so he was a SoCal legend though. He was so sick at Long Beach Poly, so sick at USC. No wonder he's the so whole soft. Tic- <laughs> <laughs> the whole TikTok thing, uh, um, really, really fucked him over. Staying or going? What do you think with Juju? I think he's gonna leave. Um, I, I think ultimately his time in. And Pittsburgh has kind of been burnt out by the simple fact that, you know, he had Antonio Brown there kind of propping him up for a long time. And I think he wants to kind of start fresh. Uh, I think it's time. I think the antics of the TikTok and Mike Tomlin as well have kind of been tired of that as uh, the overall <laughs> scheme sure. of things. I have him with the Patriots. Bill Belichick would whoop his ass if he saw him dancing anywhere. The Jaguars where he can completely act like a moron and it would be okay. And then possibly the Raiders, you know, coming over, needing another piece of that offense. Um, If they don't go for a big name on this list, I could see them signing Juju. So I think he goes too. And we're not going to get to any of these guys on the list, but there's three New York Jets on this free agent list. I think the Jets pass on Cole, Berrios, and Jameson Crowder. Those are their three free agents. And I think they actually go get Juju, have him as the quote-unquote veteran presence in the locker room with Corey Davis, and then obviously Elijah Moore. I actually think you could see him in New York. I think it fits him, his brand, and him being soft. So, like you said, I, I, I actually think he's going to go to the Jets. That's my take. I like it. He'll, he'll suck there, too. <laughs> I mean, it worked. Hey, he will increase his followers, though. Oh, Next guy, uh, Mike Gallup, Dallas Cowboys. I think I was looking projections. He'll probably be back around midseason week eight week nine next year with the acl stay or go oh man they've got so much money allocated to players already i'm gonna say go and cooper's out cooper they're 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 shopping cooper cooper's not gonna be on the team next year yeah oh sorry a tangent here did you see allegedly i I saw saw this on twitter so i I don't think it's true that he called fucking Prescott the, the black, black Kirk Kirk cousins. cousins, dude. The disrespect. Cousins should have got up and just like straight up slapped his. You ass. You mean Dak Prescott? What did I say, cousins? Sorry. Yeah, Dad. yeah. That's hundred percent, dude. Oh, I yeah, whooped his ass. That, come on. <laughs> I mean, I'm not a big Dak guy, but come on, dude, bro. I, I, what I a did douchebag. I mean, you know, who knows? Like, 
Uh, they, it's probably not true. That but... would be amazing. Um, okay, so back <laughs> back to you know Michael Gallup. Gallup. I yeah. do think he goes. I think he signs with the Eagles. Oh shit! <laughs> um, that would be incredible. It's just classic football, right? Like MVS is allegedly going to go to the Bears. Like, of course he'd go to the Eagles or the fucking Commanders or something, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I think he stays. I think Dallas pays him. I think Dallas would make a mistake to let him go. I thought he was the best receiver outside. I thought he was the second best receiver every time he was in and the three guys were running. I thought their team was better. Um, I'm a big Gallup guy, so I think they give him a. Uh, I think they get him on a deal. Honestly, um, if he goes to the Eagles, though, that would be hilarious. Our last wide receiver, Marquez Valdez Scantling, MVS Packers guy. Um, you think he's staying or going? You said there was a crazy report coming out. Yeah, dude. So saw today that you know Chicago is really interested in MVS. They did bring some of the Packers coaching staff over. I saw the number floated around four years, $60 million is what they're thinking. I can't imagine this is real. But when those numbers are thrown around, what that tells me is there's massive interest. I could see him going to Chicago on a three-year 30, four-year 42. Um, I think he goes to Chicago because they're going to pay him. And I don't blame him. Yeah, I think he stays if that's false. You know, if he gets that contract, take it. Please take it. You deserve it. I'm a big MVS guy. Um, I think I said on the pod and to all my buddies who consoled me after the Packers losses, like I I really think the offense struggled against the Niners because MVS wasn't there. And I I, I believe that. I don't think Odell would have changed that. I think what MVS had done for the Packers that year, he had solidified himself. So I think MVS is great for Rodgers, great for the Pack, and I'd love to have him back as a Packer fan. Um, he's going to have to take a contract-friendly deal, a team-friendly deal. Um, so if he's getting $60 million, fucking take it, pal. 100%. He hasn't done anything for $60 million. The NFL just boggles my mind. Next group, tight ends. <laughs> Legends. First guy, Rob Gronkowski. Stay, go, retire. Um, if he goes, it's the Bengals. He has said the only other quarterback he would play with is Joe Burrow. Oh, for real? Yep. So I'm going to say going to the Bengals. I say retire. Should. He's not. I, I don't I don't think he's playing with anyone besides Tommy Boy. Next. This one's interesting. Evan Ingram. Giants. Stay or go? Going to the Cowboys. Whoa. Even with Schultz, Schultz's a free agent. They franchise tagged him. Oh, see, that's the kind of shit. Okay. Um. Yeah. Okay. Well, I have really, <laughs> I have to scroll that back then. Uh, Evan Ingram, can he play for the San Francisco Giants? Is that a thing? I know. Right. Uh, I would say maybe to the Cardinals if they don't sign Zach Ertz. Uh, I just, I think his time in New York is over. I really, I think he's going to be too much money though. Like, I feel like for some reason, someone. It's just going to pay him. Just like in fantasy where you're like, oh, I should pick up Evan Ingram because he should be good. Maybe the Jags you know? then, right? The, the yeah, Dolphins I don't, don't know. need I, him. The Colts I couldn't, could use him, I guess. They don't have a the only other spot that I thought would maybe pick him up on the list of teams that have money was Denver because they just lost no Fant. The other team was um, was Seattle. <laughs> You know, like, wouldn't he be like, couldn't you see them just revolving unfolding their ends. loaf? Uh, uh, yeah, because they lost Everett, you know, mm-hmm. like, 
I don't know, man. Wait a minute. $10 million for Dalton Schultz on a, I guess I like that a lot. Actually, we talked about how they absolutely have to keep Dalton Schultz. Hey, hey man, Cooper. Yeah. Yeah. That's I, a good deal. It's a bro. Fantastic deal. I, I good love that fucking deal. Cause he would have got paid, paid. He would have been the best tight end in my opinion, outside of Gronk. Uzama Bengals. This was the thing you said. If Gronk comes, so, so stay, go. What happens if Gronk comes? <laughs> I think, you know, coming off that knee injury, we weren't really sure outside of the MCL tear slash sprain what, what, how much damage was done. I think you can get him on a team-friendly deal if there is some damage there, even if Gronk comes, but he's staying, man. I mean, he's he's a heart and soul to, member right? of that offense. You can't let him walk. You can't. I agree, and I think, what you know, the more the merrier, right, if Gronk comes. Yeah. I think he 100% stays as well. They are in the luxury period of a franchise in the NFL. You have a rookie contract with a very good quarterback. You fucking blow your money on this guy. Overpay him for a three-year contract. Fuck it. It doesn't matter. You have Burrow on a discount. Yep. Right? Take him. Bob Tunyon for the Green Bay Packers. Stay or go. This is hard. Again, I don't know how long he is into his recovery process. He is a Packer. I Adios, Boo, Chacho. Yeah, I, I'm going to say stay. Obviously, you're saying go. For two mil? I mean, I, I'm saying go because someone's going to pay him. Like, the, the Packers can't pay him, nor should they. Like, he should be number 20 on the priority list. And I like Tunyon. He's a good player. Solid guy. I was at the game he tore his ACL at. I was devastated. I just, but there, there, there's not a lot of teams with money. You know, I, I just don't know where he's but going. But you can go find a Rob Tunyon. Yo, you, can, you know, like you that's, can. that's my thing with it. So yeah, if someone like, I mean, some team's going to pay him. I guarantee it. Like, it's just how it normally goes. So if some team doesn't pay him, obviously stay, but I think he's gone. Yeah. Do years, I know where he's going? 18, no, I don't. Yeah. But Throw Chicago will probably take him, right? Maybe the Lions. Maybe the Vikings. I bet you if he's not on the Packers next year, he's in the NFC North. Yeah, probably. We'll just say that. Probably. Because that's well, just how it goes. He'll still live in Green Bay and say hi to everyone that he buys bagels from, but he won't be a Packer. Next guy, I'm going to take over your thunder for the question. Zachary, stay or go? This is the guy I think the Packers should go take. Uh, I think he stays. You think he stays? Huge part you of that offense. think he liked it out there? Irreplaceable part of that offense. And I don't, I don't know that many people saw that this season. But Zach Ertz, even though he has a crybaby at quarterback, Zach Ertz is needed to protect that crybaby. He is a he is a focal point of that middle of the field attack. <laughs> Kyler Murray, yes, crybaby, small, runs like a squirrel. He needs this guy in the middle of the field. Needs him. Yeah, last guy. Um, we just kind of put this guy on there because he's always been kind of the big question mark since he came out of college. OJ Howard for the Bucks, stay or go. So I'm actually going to change my opinion here. I think he's going to stay. Gronk either retires or goes to the Bengals, in my opinion. Um, and I think O.J. Howard regains that starting role, number one tight end. And I think we might actually see eight, 9,000 yard season out of O.J. Howard. Yeah, I got him staying too. I think he comes back on a one-year prove-it deal as well. Um, no Gronk, no Brady, you know, no Chris Godwin. Oh, actually, they tagged Chris Godwin, but I don't know. I see them bringing it back, and I thought it was fucked up. They tagged Chris Godwin, too, to be honest. Um, two years in a row, making him make less money. But that's neither here nor there.
And very last thing we'll wrap up with is there's a lot of really good guards, a lot of really good tackles out there on the market, but we're honest with our audience. Matt and I are no experts. We just do our best to do the film for the draft series. So we're just going to talk about the two biggest names on the market at the guard and tackle position. First one is Scherf for the Washington Commanders. Does he say or does he go get broken off by somebody, Matt? Yeah, he gets paid, man. I mean, you look at what uh, Lindsley got last year from the Chargers. Dude. I, these guys get paid. He's gone. Yep. I think so, too. Um, I mean, we talked about it at nauseum after the Super Bowl, but a team like Cincinnati, man, you know, a team like the New York Jets, team like the Jacksonville Jaguars, you give up your left fucking nut for a Pro Bowl lineman to protect your young quarterback, right? It's non-negotiable. You need a line to protect these quarterbacks. I think I like him in Jacksonville, actually, now that I think about it more. They need Lawrence needs help out there. Yeah, I mean, we talked about this, and I'll just wrap it real quick with uh, Sheriff here. I love him on the Bengals. Pair him, maybe, you know, Williams from the Cowboys, Daniels from the Bears, Tomlinson from the 49ers. We talked at nauseum about how bad those guard positions were. You allocate 30 million of that 38 million to two of these guys. Done. Have to. Done. Done you deal. Have to. Done deal. Have to. And the last guy's Armstead for the saints i want to say stay because the saints fucking need him but they're they're in the depths of cap hell i don't know how they pull off keeping him since they didn't franchise tag him they like the packers are in the negative 40s in the cap right now i just don't see them being able to pull this off um i think he goes and once again i think if you're the jacksonville jaguars the new york effing jets the Bengals, or any team that has issues with the line, I would have said the Seahawks, but they don't give a fuck anymore. You go pay him now. Yeah, he's gone. They can't They can't afford him. Um, my concern here is his playing time. Since 2016, I'm going to lift off the list off 2016 to 2021, his games played per season. 16, 7 games, 17, 10 games, 18, 10 games, 19, 15 games. Okay, 2020. 14 games. Eh. Yeah. 2021, eight games. You're going to pay this man. We talked about it. Probably upwards of $20 million, right? At least 19. At least. He hasn't proven to me outside of two seasons in the past six years that he can stay in the field. And you're going to pay him a massive deal. So, yes, you have to sign him first and foremost. It sucks. He's the best offensive lineman. On this list, he's a left tackle, has had three Pro Bowls. He was a second All Pro in 2018, playing only 10 games. Um, I think Jacksonville, I think Miami. Miami is currently starting a right guard at left tackle. Their line sucks too. Austin Jackson sure. from USC has not worked. Miami, I think, is the perfect fit if he doesn't land in Jacksonville. Pack your bags, you're going to Florida. Well, everybody, thank you so much. We'll be back with the second half of the free agency special here on the defensive side next episode, as well as some updates over the weekend. And we will have our March Madness extravaganza next week. Matt, March Madness is fucking here. I'm up 250 tonight on college basketball. What? It's going to be a lot of uh, me asking you questions. because Yeah, I it's going to be so great. I, I've, got, I've got homework for you, pal. As always, you can look at our March Madness picks 
our best bets, our updates, our clips. Twitter, TikTok, Instagram, at PitcherBetPod. We will see you guys later. Cheers.